What's up, guys? Welcome back to 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. I have big plans to teach her how to change the wiper blades this weekend. The one and only <laughs> Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Once, once you figure out how to change those wiper blades, you will be like all the other American girls. You don't think I know how to do it? Have you ever done it? I haven't, but I also have YouTube. <laughs> so I don't think you do know how I to do it. I also have YouTube. I'm sure you could learn how to do it. I just don't think you know how at the moment. Also, mm. can we just address your very new special intro? Oh, is it that noticeable? Yes, it is. Well, I just wanted to welcome people back. I time. like it. I yeah. like it. I think it's been a year, right? We've it's been a year. So let's switch it up a little bit. Not e too much. Exactly. Rebranding. Gotta move on. Yeah. Keep yeah. growing. <laughs> yeah. So welcome back, guys. Thank you for being here. A couple housekeeping items that'll never change. No, it might change. One day we might not have to clean this house as much as we do. But for now, let us clean. So if you want to follow us on social media, we would love it if you did. We would really, really love it if you did. We're having a good time over there on Instagram. It's at 90 Day Crazy in Love. It's where we're posting memes, where we're going live. Where you can message us. And we reply to everyone. Yep. Because we love talking to you guys. We love, love hearing from you. We love seeing your pets. Love you seeing love the seeing pets. the emojis in the box, mm. a.k.a. whatever you would love to receive <laughs> in the mail. Absolutely. Which is yeah. like my, my one of my favorite things. It's absolutely. One of the best things that's mm -hmm. going on on Instagram. So make sure you're following us. At 90 Day Crazy in Love. I don't even like to say follow us. Like follow us seems like we are your Lord and Savior. Like you should be following. Don't follow us. It's it is it, connect with us. Connect with us on Instagram. Please follow us on Instagram. <laughs> I know where Joan is you know going with saying? this, but let's follow use the us. proper terms. Okay, Otherwise, us. you're gonna confuse people. Okay. Well, I'm glad you bring that up because there's been an unfortunate new change. If you guys listen on Apple Podcasts, Apple has updated their app. They've removed the smash that subscribe button uh, feature. Uh, uh, Apple, what are you doing to us? What but. You, so many changes. But. Yes. They've redesigned the app. They've so, redesigned the app, but I was going to say it's not yes. going to stop me with my little saying. No, and it should not. That Something should never change. And that's one of them. Let's so, do it. Well, instead of smashing the subscribe <laughs> button, you now have to smash that plus sign button. Yeah, guys, smash it like it's hot. <laughs> it's it's the top right corner of the app screen. There's a little plus sign button. So no more subscribing. Now it's following. So follow us there for sure. Follow us. So follow us on Apple. <laughs> follow us on Instagram. Guys, yeah. just follow us. Yeah, yeah. You can follow on Apple, Spotify. I think Apple's kind of catching up with the other platforms that mm -hmm. have already been following. Um, so now it's following on Apple. And to be honest with you guys, these changes are messing with the rankings of Apple Podcasts. So they're penalizing podcasts if their listeners are not subscribed. So while we think, oh, it's great, people are listening. If you're not subscribed, it's actually hurting the yeah. rankings. Because you mean if you don't follow? So yeah, see, I'm I'm still learning. If you don't follow. Because Apple looks at it like, oh, they're not engaging their listeners. So please, 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 it's never been more important to follow the podcast. Yeah, guys, that's all we ask for right now. We ask for one more thing. We ask for <laughs> oh, one more thing. Yes. We ask if you could spare 20, 30 seconds and leave us a review. If you could rate and review, especially 
on Apple Podcasts. And it's all in the same app. It's all in the same place. Yeah, because again, these updates, it's, things are getting wonky. So if you haven't left a review or rated the podcast, either or or both, this is like the mm-hmm. time to do it because this would really help us out. And we got an amazing review that I'd like to read. Do it. You're giving me this weird look. Yeah, because I'm excited. I'm oh, like, okay, do okay. it. Because I did see some new reviews. Okay, you'll love this name. But I don't know if I got this one. So I don't please. think you've seen this one because this one's from a friendly neighbor to the north. This one comes in from Canada. And so I have to go to this other oh, okay, website so to read the international reviews. So this one's a Canadian review. Comes from Squishy Otter. Stop Squishy it. Squishy Otter. Stop it. Yeah, five stars. Should have timed this one better because we should have probably read this one last week because this one is titled, Hit That Subscribe Button Like It's Hot. Ah! <laughs> hit that follow button like it's hot, yeah, it's Squishy Otter. Just a different button, but still, guys, <laughs> hit it like it's hot. Absolutely. So Squishy Otter says, love this 90 Day Fiance podcast. They recap the episodes so well and so funny. Love that they recap old relationships as well. So that's a shout out to the journey. Love it. Shout out to the journey. Then here comes your favorite part and a little bit, a little bit breaking the rules here. Okay, squishy okay. Otter. A little bit breaking the rules. There's a box emoji. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then there is an otter emoji, which makes Obviously, sense. Obviously, okay. I love it. And then a sloth emoji. Double so that's package. A full, that's a full package. That's a full package. It's a very full package. Maybe that has dividers inside. Or they could mate and you could create a new species. Hopefully not. The slaughter. No, that's not a good name for a pet. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good name for a pet. I think they can be a divider inside a box. Sure. They sure. can like chit chat. You know it. the board while you be- being shipped. I love it, Squishy Otter. Take an initiative saying, you know what? I'm doing too. I'm going to I love it. save all be the pets. Bold. Save all the pets. So thank you, Squishy Otter. Thank you to everyone who has left a review. Thank you to everyone who is following us. Or who's going to follow us. Podcast. Yeah, we love the support and we need the support now more than ever because of all these changes. All right. Should, <sighs> we, should we do it before we get into the episode? A little 90 day, by the way. Let's do it because that's I, one of my favorite segments. I think I have some good ones this you week. You do? Too. I'm kind of excited about these. Okay. Not like the biggest stories, but interesting. All right. Interesting little tidbits. Do it. Let's do it. Number one. Jesse. Jesse Meester. Okay. okay. AKA Jesse Darcy. and Darcy. Yeah. yeah. Jennifer. Colombian Jennifer. Oh, Tim and Jennifer. okay. Are they together? Oh. <gasps> Are they, they? are they together? I could see that. So the story kind of traces back to a 2020 Soap Dirt article that highlighted a couple flirtatious comments that Jesse and Jennifer were making back and forth on some Instagram posts. Mm. Okay, that was back in 2020. One of the posts that Soap Dirt highlights, Jennifer was dressed as a sexy serial killer mm. and Jesse wrote... Me gusta tu tipo de sangre, which I think translates to, I like your blood type, which okay. serial killer, I think maybe that's the joke. Then a heart emoji. Mm. Okay. Jennifer replied, I'm hungry. Fire emoji. Okay. Mm. And then on another racy photo, Jesse commented, mommy, M-A-M-I. Okay. Less mommy, creepy. Not okay. M-O-M-M-Y. Mommy, fire emoji. To which she replied, heart emoji. Mm. Okay. So a lot of internet love here a lot of back and mm-hmm. forth here no one dropped the engagement ring emoji shout out to <laughs> Asin. but there's something there right 
fast forward several months to this past week. Okay. Jesse and Jennifer were spotted together. Where? First in Colombia. First they were spotted in Colombia, Jennifer's home country. Mm-hmm. And now they're posting videos of themselves together in Turkey. Interesting. So, interesting. Whirlwind romance? Well, Are they I feel like Jesse loves the 90 day leftovers. Didn't no. we go after Caesar's Ukrainian lady that we all oh, Maria? Yeah, we all thought she didn't <laughs> yeah. exist, but she ended up existing. That's a good spinoff, 90 day leftovers. 90 yeah. day second uh yeah, what do you call it? Dirty what do you call when someone has Oh, I got you. Oh, Sloppy Seconds. 90 Day Sloppy Seconds mm. would be a fantastic spinoff. I've never yeah. heard that term. Sloppy Seconds? Yeah. Mm. I've heard of Sloppy Joe's. Still, mm-hmm. don't, still don't know what it is. Slop, sloppy Joe is a sandwich. Okay. Sloppy. Um, sloppy Seconds could also be sloppy, mm. but it's just if you dated someone and then you broke up with them and then another girl got with that guy, like if your mm. friend got with that guy, they're getting we'll your, your Sloppy Seconds. Because they're second in line. I and got it's it. it's definitely sloppy. Anyway, anyway. 90 day leftovers. I think, yeah, 90 day <laughs> sloppy seconds. I think they may be together. And I'm here for it. Because Interesting. Someone needs to take care of her because we know Tim didn't. Tim didn't. Yeah, Tim, Tim took care of his under eye bags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although Jesse looks like someone who, I'm oh, not going to lie, did. I put on under eye bag. Yeah. We all do it, right? Um, but <laughs> he did not serve us. But I Jennifer do. Properly. I'm glad because I do love Tim and Veronica dual and pill talk. They're I great. know. I know they're not together, but I love their friend. What, what do you call it? Their relationship. Yeah, the relationship. relationship. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Pretty good, right? It's pretty good. Pretty exciting. Pretty hot stuff. Yeah, I had no idea. By the way, number two, something you definitely don't know. Okay. Okay. Rachel and John Walters. We know them, right? English John, from New Mexico, Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just interviewed. Calm yourself down over there. I can see you getting excited. They just interviewed Carol Baskin. (gasps) Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Rachel and John Walters interviewed Carol Baskin. Why would they interview her? Who knows? Trying to stay relevant. Wait, but do they have a podcast or anything? No, they did it on Facebook Live. On Facebook Live or on... It didn't make any sense. Apparently, Rachel's a cat girl. Rachel likes cats. John is anti-zoo and anti-circus. And then he says, he's telling I mean, so am I. Okay. Are you anti-working dogs? Because John is anti-working dogs. No, I I think dogs need to work because they're good at it. They like it. They like having jobs. Yeah. So what are you against seeing eye dogs if you're against working dogs? Because don't. Watch Pick of the Litter, John, if you're against working dogs. Well, dogs help people. They help cadaver dogs, help solve murders. I will pick say. Of the, pick of the litter. Seeing those eye dogs, dogs yeah. yeah. Help the blind. Help, help the blind. I'm kind, and I'm not really against this, but I could see being against police dogs because you're sending them into dangerous situations that us as humans don't want to go into. So no, it's but like, the you human, go first. Humans you go, first. go there too. They but send the dogs can first. Sniff. Bomb sniffing. Yeah, they but that's the them. thing. If humans could sniff, mm-hmm. it's a different story, but humans cannot sniff. Okay. Either way, either way, they're both huge fans of Killer Carol. So they wanted, oh. they wanted to interview her. And of course she comes out. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Just hey, all up. you cool cats and kittens. And not going to get into the whole interview you guys can watch it if you're interested in it it's on youtube now just search john and rachel carol baskin live stream but 
some some highlights. Okay. So Carol told some strange stories. She said in 93, that's when she got into the rescue game. She went to rescue her first cat. She went for one. She left with 57. Wait, wait, wait. She went to go rescue. Okay, okay. It's sort of like Natalie going to get a dog and leaving with a rat. Yes. She went for one and left with 57. My question is, where do you find 57 tigers at one place? Apparently, and I should have taken better notes on this. It was somewhere that was using their fur. I think they would oh. kill these. They would kill in these the animals. US? I think so. And they would use the fur. And so Carol said, "No, let me rescue one." Ended up rescuing fifty-seven that year. The next year, got twenty-eight more. Wait, wait. So she didn't go there, and it's not like, oh, you walk into a pet store to buy a cat, and you walk out with fifty-seven. No, it was some farm or business. She did have to buy them, though. Those people were not just going to give them away because they yeah. could have made money off them. So she did buy them. But then she goes, after my husband disappeared in 97, we never paid for another cat. And she just so nonchalantly was like, after my husband disappeared, (laughs) wink, wink. Yeah, husband is buried on the property (laughs) or whatever is left over. That was the best part. John, props to John. He asked about the missing husband and he's like, so what happened? Did Don just take the plane on a Wednesday and not come back? Just <laughs> go out for milk one day and just not come back? You could tell Rachel was so uncomfortable, like looking down, biting her nails. She was, she did not want John. And they kind of alluded to the fact, like, we said we weren't going to ask this. Mm. But John doesn't care. So Carol goes, that's the thing. I don't know what happened. He had he had bipolar disorder and he was also involved in a mafia down in Costa Rica. What? <laughs> he goes, she goes, I don't know. The most obvious thing to me would be that he found someone to sell him a plane, bought it cash, then took off without anyone seeing him, and then he crashed. That to her is the most obvious explanation. How about your tigers ate him, yep. and then you took the leftovers and well, put it them? Well, John goes, look, John interrupts her. He's like, look, look, women want to kill their husbands all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you, John. Maybe they want to kill you. He goes... But if you want to do that, if you want to kill your husband, you wouldn't make him disappear because you have alliance in a meat grinder. So that would make you look guilty. And then he goes, you'd want to like fake a heart attack or push him down the stairs or something. Jeez. Yeah. And Rachel just goes, let's talk about Joe Exotic. Oh, my gosh. I have to watch it. Yeah. Either way, Tiger King 90 Day Fiance collab. Come on. Wow. What more could you ask And just for? when I thought that Carol Baskins on Dancing with the Stars was the absolute top. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, how desperate is she for attention? Well, I think people reach out to her. Oh, I know. But she's like, sure. She didn't well, know who the they were. Yeah. She didn't know who they were. It was. Is John still in England or is yeah. he over so, here? So they were separate. It was, it was like a three-person mm-hmm. Zoom call. And John's connection was so bad that you could never get a full sentence out of him without it breaking. Oh, Rachel was worst. talking over him. It was so unprofessional. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. But they're still together. That's the surprising and part. I'm, I'm kind of surprised about still that. together. Yeah. I mean, you better be if she sent him the child's placenta and the child isn't even his. Oh, I completely blacked that out. That's true. That's a real was it, thing. She sent like placenta or something from like the birth. I could see that. I yeah, I was I was like, wait, you send it to him and the child isn't even his? <laughs> okay. It's a little much. All right. That's by the way. 
Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. really good. I was, I was kind of impressed with it's my pretty, finds. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty oh. good. Yeah, I thought so. Shout out to Letty David. I thought so. All right, let's see if this week's episode can hold a candle to that, by the way. I think because it can. It's not what we're here to talk about, by the way. Is that's old news in some sense. What we're here to talk about is new news. We're here to talk about Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, happily ever after. Question mark. Where to begin? Well, let's begin where they begun. All right. On TV. All right. Tiffany. Let's follow the timeline. Tiffany and Ronald. Tiffany and Ronald. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ugh. Okay. If you thought that, Ugh. if you thought Daniel's cage couldn't get any worse, it just did. Because Ronald is putting his captor to work, scraping cardboard off that garage floor. Like, A, I don't understand why he made the room. I mean, I get it. It was a gesture. <laughs> but also, I don't understand. Why did he paint the floor? Why did you paint the floor? It's like, dude, like, Ronald. buy a carpet or something. Or if you're going to paint the floor, you start furthest from the door and you work your mm-hmm. way back. So it's like when you clean a floor. Yeah. Right? When you swiffer the floor, you start... The opposite place you want to end up. He could have just painted yeah. his way out of that room and let it dry. <laughs> but also, as far as I think I know or we know, I don't think he bought the apartment. I think he's renting it. That's a yeah. That's a very so, good point. So can you do that? Because <laughs> I don't think we are allowed to paint the walls in our apartment. The U.S. I know that. When we rented an apartment in Czech, that my parents ended up buying eventually. Mm-hmm. But first we were renting. My parents changed the whole thing. They like closed one wall and opened another different wall. Really? In yeah. a rental? Mm-hmm. Rules are different. In yeah. Different so maybe sure. maybe it's fine. But at the same time, like if I was going to rent it after Ronald and I walked in, seeing this sketch, I would be like, I don't even want to know what was going on in this place. So no, thank you. Next. Let's be very clear, though. He didn't really renovate it. He painted it. He took two coats no, no, of no. Royal he Navy He made blue. the room. The room wasn't there. It was a garage. We're not getting back into this debate. It was a garage that he turned into Daniel's room. Well, that's a tiny garage. There was still a structure. We're not getting back into this. There was a garage. He painted it. He put a used mattress and a TV in there and said, here you go, my boy. Here's your room. I that's, thought, I, but I didn't think it was the whole garage. I thought like he was part, part of he it. He partitioned it yeah. off. That may be. That well, may that's be. Just, so he put up like a... That's what I'm thinking. He but put up a again, flywall, yeah. I might be wrong. So either way, Tiffany, cut to Tiffany, looking in the fridge just bewildered because all she's finding six eggs, hot sauce, and beer in the fridge. I could eat that. I could survive on that for six days, probably. But no, you could not. Six eggs, one a day. The beer would be an issue, but eggs and hot sauce. One on. day, I could make it happen. One day, I can make it happen. So she's her issue with this is oh. Ronald must have spent all his money on that garage mm-hmm. room that now he can't afford food. Okay, let's pause because what in the world would make Tiffany think that prison cell was expensive to make? Well, it looks did- like it cost $24. No, he bought the material. He bought the paint. Paint is not cheap. That paint was to- on sale. 
Did you see that color? No. That pa- oh. You, don't, you <laughs> only buy that color paint if it's on sale. It looks like the private room of the Blue Man Group. <laughs> it looks like where the Blue Man Group put their makeup on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that room gives me anxiety and I'm just watching it on TV. Guys, I don't know if you know this. I'm sure some of you do. Colors are very important. Yeah. They the set colors the tone. you surround yourself with are very important. That blue, he would mm. never sleep in that place. No. He would never fall asleep. No. So, okay. Tiffany thinks he spent all his money on this room. I think Ronald is the type of guy that even if he won the South African lottery, even if he won $100 million, his fridge would still have six eggs, hot sauce, and a beer. Probably. I don't think it's a money issue. I mean, before you met me, what did you have in your fridge? I don't think it was a lot because you were uh, eating out. I was out eating all out. Take out time. Yeah. Take out. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I, I probably had some condiments, pasta sauce, ketchup. Yeah. Maybe some milk, eggs. Yeah. Pretty similar, I guess. He had condiments, eggs, yeah, and beer. Yeah, you, because you eat out when you're single, ready to mingle. Yeah. Same for me. And I worked at a restaurant at the time as an extra job. So I had food from the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Ketchup, soda, no soda, sparkling water. Yep. Tequila. I also like to beer. keep it fresh. I don't like, and I'm getting better with it. Like we buy deli meat and we'll eat it three, four days mm-hmm. later. I used to just hate kind of leftovers. Oh, I hate sitting I hate, in the fridge. I hate leftovers. Yeah. So that's kind of always why I was, well, oh, I'm cooking tonight. I'll buy the ingredients that I need tonight yeah. and use well, them. Well, I don't hate leftovers the next day. Okay. But, but two or three days. Yeah. I, because, because I don't know if it's good. Like that, that it goes in my head. Like, Hey, like was any bacteria developed? Is it good? Is it still safe to eat? That's right. my issue. So speaking of shopping, they head to the grocery store. Spar. Spar. A Spar. European staple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have that in Czech or Interspar. We do. Spar. We call it Interspar. Maybe they rebranded it. It's called it. Spar. I think they got rid we of it. We call it Spar. I think it's the proper pronunciation. I don't really call it Spar in South Africa, but mm-hmm. we call it Spar. Okay. Well, they go to Spar and they walk in. They walk in and... Ronald tells Tiffany to like stand still so he and Daniel can do the shopping, which I didn't understand. And maybe you do. But was he trying to be romantic? Was he trying to make a point? Like, look at me. I can shop all by myself. Like, why was he like, you stand here? Well, that's the that's the thing when Tiffany was you know, talking about all the groceries and well, why couldn't you shop before we come, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And then Ronald goes like, okay, let's go grocery shopping. And he was like, Daniel, my boy, let's prove a point. Okay. Which so it was. I wasn't really sure what point he's proving that well, like he can shop. Tiffany didn't let him prove yeah. that point. Because but I feel like that was like kind of like follow up at the store. He's proving the point. <laughs> okay. So they go to the <laughs> deli counter and this is where it gets interesting because they see some cow tongues, some chicken feet mm. and poloni. Ew. Hot pink bologna. Guys, I Googled it and I, I, I'm I, not happy what I saw. So Tiffany goes, you want the kids to eat this? And Ronald goes, of course, there's nothing wrong with bologna. That's incorrect, Ronald. 
that is absolutely incorrect. Because oh I, yes, you have some fun facts I about polony. I also had to Google polony, and the first thing that came up was a news article with the title polony. It ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, which also sounds like it could be a TLC show. Mm. Polony ruined my life. So <laughs> it was this article. And it says a South African woman was tempor- temporarily paralyzed after Jeez. being diagnosed with listeriosis. Um, Petra was admitted to the hospital in 2017, diagnosed with listeria meningitis. She was in the ICU for nearly a month, Jesus. 20 days on a ventilator. She went into a coma and was <gasps> paralyzed when she woke up. And then the article says the listeriosis outbreak began in... 2017, over in 2018, it was traced in March 2018 to a ready-to-eat processed meat product called polony. Oh, stop it. Dun-dun-dun. Oh, polony. It doesn't look... It's like the last thing I want to eat. I mean, I love bologna. I'm not going to lie. I I love bologna. I don't. Polony's fine. Like, I think polony as... As a meal, as a meat is fine. It's like ham and pork and right. It's fine. It looks it's, like why pink is it so sponge. pink? Yeah, why is it so pink, guys? Because it's unnatural. Do they? Yeah, do they color it? Because why is it pink? They must. That's the confusing. I part. don't know. Bologna is pink enough. We don't need to actually infuse food yeah. coloring into this. I didn't. I don't know if they do. I should research that. Yes, but I. That's I don't know. the last thing I would want to eat. I get. I'm okay eating turkey from deli, from the deli, yeah. on a sandwich or so. That's good. It's tasty. It looks fresh. But something that's been sitting in like a can or something, yeah, isn't it? Spam. I googled it. Yes. Spam. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Not good. To be fair, there have been other outbreaks linked to other meats, but polony ruined my there life. There are outbreaks linked to lettuce. chipotle lettuce. that I, I used to like. Yeah. But I just like the headline, Polony, it ruined my life. <laughs> I would definitely watch that show. That's what I'm saying. So, okay. They're, they're shopping. They're going through the aisles. And did you notice when they're grabbing all this cereal, mm-hmm. Ronald's grabbing all these boxes of cereal, Tiffany goes, we don't need all this. We're not here for that long. And then Daniel chimes in and goes, yeah, we're only here for two weeks. Oh, he said it? Yeah. So, I missed that. So I don't know what the whole issue is here because Tiffany was saying it was going to be an open-ended ticket. And Ronald kind of is like, well, I thought it was an open-ended ticket. Why do they have such finality? Well, because I remember Tiffany was saying maybe she'll go home for Christmas. So maybe mm. Danielle thing, they'll go back to the U.S. for Christmas. But so. that doesn't sound open-ended to me. That sounds like no, but he's here's also, our plan. He's also a kid. Like if kids like, but mom, when are we going to go first. back home? Tiffany said it first. Oh. She said, we're not here long enough to eat two boxes of cereal. Mm. So that was a little, that was a little surprising to me. So they go to checkout and this is where it really just all goes downhill from here. They go to checkout and Ronald realizes he's short. He's short 600 rand, which he says is about 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. I obviously don't trust his math, so I checked. <laughs> it's about 20 bucks. Which he probably spent on the paint. Should not have put that extra coat of paint on the garage, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> One coat would have been enough. Yeah. He should have painted the garage polony pink. 
That yeah, he been. probably shouldn't have bought Poloni. He did sneak. He did sneak a little Poloni. I don't think Poloni costs that much. They would uh, have to pay me to eat Poloni. Poloni would be on Fear Factor. I would not eat it. Yeah. But like all the cereals, they they had a haul. Like yeah. there was a lot, and Tiffany had to pay for it. She whips out her credit card, and now once again she feels like Ronald is irresponsible. I think he is because let's say you are short on money. You know, a lot of people are dealing with this. Just go to the store knowing how much you can spend. Yeah. You cannot just buy anything and then be like, oops. Right. Right. Yeah. He, I think, um, I guess he could have added it up as he went More along. More or less. Like, you can this. kind of. 20 bucks is kind of close. Like 20. Uh, yeah. I'm going to cut him a little slack. I'm not going to get that pissed. I'm not going to get as pissed as Tiffany does over 20. I'm not getting bucks. pissed, but it's like. Drop the polony, drop the extra cereals. and Right, and that's the other thing is they could have just gone back and said, oh, take this off, yeah. take this off. Instead, it was like, no, yeah. Tiffany, get out your credit card. So, okay, so now tensions are high. Things are not good. And they get home and Tiffany just loses it, really. She goes, we're home from shopping because Ronald failed to stock his fridge. And then we went to the store and he blew it again. It's like, oh man. I think she's just like overall annoyed with Here him. I don't. We go. I almost feel like she wants him to fail so she can just put an end to this. I, yeah. Go back to the U.S., divorce Ronald, and just be done with this. Because I don't like him at all. Like I, I get it. Like maybe she should cut him some slug. He is kind of trying a little bit I here think and there. Yeah, I think here so. Here and there, but yeah. at the same time, he's not trying enough. He's not trying to be the husband of two kids. He's trying. He's he's taking baby steps, and he is a bit of a baby, so that's, but that's, that's appropriate. The thing. He's when taking you're 30-something, you should not to, be a baby. I know. Well, let's, let's talk about it because uh, I'm, I'm Team Ronald for a while because Tiffany starts unpacking, and she starts freaking out about what she's unpacking. She's like, Oh, a whole chicken? This seems a little excessive. A whole chicken? What are these, canned vegetables? Two boxes of cereal? You were there, Tiffany. So, yeah, it totally seems like she's just trying to find reasons to well, complain. she wasn't really there. Remember, Ron was like, let's go, my boy. Let's prove a point. Yeah, but she, she then... He shoved on his own. Very quickly followed. She was right behind him. So, Tiffany's over it. She's tired. Eyes are burning. And Ronald's like, fine, go rest. Like... Take a load off. I'll take care of the groceries. So she goes to sit down. He's dealing with the groceries. But then Carly gets cranky while Ronald is literally running back and forth trying to unpack these groceries. Tiffany yelling at him the whole time. And then she goes, here, here, try to put away the groceries while Carly runs around and screams. Like, that's where I'm saying she's not trying to help either. I get it. You had a tough time being a single mom in the States with these two kids, but now you're together. Let's work like a team. Not, oh, well, Ronald's trying, maybe not as much as we love, but he's trying. You don't need to literally throw obstacles in his way by way of children mm-hmm. running around screaming. And that's where I say I was very team Ronald. Maybe not very. I was pretty team Ronald until <laughs> until the father of the year gives Carly a plastic bag to play with. Literally the last thing a toddler should play with. Oh, Daniel, like, my boy, give her that prison shank to play with. I think there's a shank in your prison cell. 
Carly, go go into the cell and play with this plastic bag. <laughs> I was. What are you thinking, Ronald? Come on. He's not thinking. That's the problem. He yeah, he's is not thinking. Not thinking. But he shouldn't. He, he shouldn't have done that. But he also should not have had to think in that moment. Tiffany should have watched Carly while Ronald puts away the groceries. Yeah, I feel like they need to communicate more. She's trying to basically prove her point saying, hey, I do this by myself in the U.S. You do it now in South Africa and let's see how you, if you can do it, right? It's Ronald that. is kind of trying, but he can't really. And Tiffany is a mom. Like she, it's hard to just, oh, totally turn your brain off and have Carly running around with a plastic bag. Yeah, you're right. She's, she's trying to prove, look how tough I have. Yeah. She's, you know... Put on my shoulderless shirt for a second and see how it feels to deal with all this. She's also trying to punish him. I think she's trying to punish him, and that's not cool. Like, here's your time to work together and see if you guys will work together as a couple, as a family. Mm-hmm. And you're not, you're not it's making all it all about easy. the communication. It is. So, and I feel like oh, Ronald's patience is very thin. Oh, yeah. Very thin. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. And that's... Why I'm like, I can't even look at you, Ronald. Oh I can't even look at you. Oh, boy. Just go and sit in your blue cell <laughs> and smoke, smoke your vape. Oh, okay. So, new day. Ronald, now again, trying to step up. He's trying to cook in the kitchen. Tiffany, struggling to dress Carly, though. And so, once again, she blames it on Ronald. But, again, as soon as I start to be like, man... She's she's really not giving Ronald a fair chance. She's really, she's not really being a team player. As soon as I'm a touch team Ronald, he goes and says something like, you know, I don't change poop diapers. That's your job. I just don't do it. That's your job. I don't do it. He, <laughs> he'll change a pee diaper, he says, but he draws the line at a poop diaper. That Yeah, that's Tiffany's let's, job. Let's just have Carly sit in this shit because you don't want to do it, Ronald. And then the most insulting thing he said about this was, well, I I don't have to change a poop diaper because I have a wife. Oh, so sexist. He literally goes. So sexist. Since day one, the poop diaper just hasn't done it for me. The poop diaper hasn't done it for me. Literally, how many poop diapers have you been around, Ronald? (laughs) The poo poo diaper does not do for you. You do for the poo (laughs) diaper. Ronald. It's not that bad. I've never done it. You're going to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here's the thing I find somewhat humorous is a few episodes ago, Ronald thinking, oh, well, if Tiffany doesn't want to move here, I'll just get custody of the kids and I'll have my kids. Oh, my gosh. Yet he won't change a poo diaper. Good luck with that, Ronald. He would never get custody. And not just because he's in South America, Africa, I'm sorry, South Africa. Yeah. Because he is not responsible enough. Right. Right. They come over to your place and see that cell. Oh, yeah. You're and probably even like, Even with the groceries, right? Like the, the, your family, as you call them, are coming from the U.S. It's a long flight. You should have some food at home. Yeah. Like literally. Yeah. He's not, he's not thinking. He doesn't use oh, his he's head. He's not thinking he at all. He doesn't use his head. So he's probably still like high from all the fumes from the blue cell. <laughs> so, so he's scared of changing a poo diaper. But did you see what his T-shirt 
said? Something about God? Uh, I think on the front it was like a church thing. But on the back it said, Mighty Man of Valor. Oh, yeah. Mighty Man <laughs> of Valor. And if you don't if you don't know what valor means, it I is do. courage, bravery. Mm-hmm. Not brave enough to change a poop diaper. Not the, not, not, not the man of valor. Not a mighty man of not valor. Not a mighty man. Are you, Ronald? Yeah, so Stephanie just, she storms out. Ronald goes after. And it's not good. She says, like, at this point, I'm not going to make it to the holidays. And Ronald says, fine, take care of the kids myself. I'll do it all myself. Mm-hmm. While smoking his vape. While smoking his vape and drinking his beer and having a slice of polony. Oh, ew, 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 It's a country ew. song. It's a country song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is a country. It's another country. It's mm-hmm. uh, South Africa. Okay, that's that's Tiffany and Ronald. For now, let's wow. see. Let's see what's going to wow. happen next. Wow. Okay. Shall Oof. we move on to Libby and Andre? The RV family. The RV family. Da, 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 da. That's Adam's family. Oh, okay. It's so, the Adam's family. The RV family. Okay. Picking up where we left off. Andre trying to lure Becky out of the RV. And she finally stepped outside. Yeah. She's like, I heard you talking shady shit. Let's get to the bottom of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nothing really shady about it at all. Because they were talking about the family business with the family so but it's also, not that shady it is shady because chuck said i don't want to talk business on this trip this is all about fun and getting together alone no no business talk two minutes later andrew so how about the family business chuck well <laughs> i have i have an idea he had some ideas when you have an idea you you got to write it down or you got to tell somebody and he was driving so he did not want to write it down true so he told somebody true shared his ideas well okay wasn't much, but it was not much. <laughs> we buy all the houses and then we sell the houses. It's like, isn't that the idea of the business? That's the business, Andre. But yeah, well, okay. They're outside with <laughs> Becky, and we learn actually. We actually learn the real reason bitter Becky is so bitter. How bitter is she? So <laughs> bitter. It no. It turns out <gasps> bitter Becky is just pissed. Because Chuck never listened to her ideas mm. in the beginning. So now she's all jealous. And it really has nothing to do with Andre at all. It's, oh, you're actually listening to him? You well, wouldn't listen to me. Everything that's wrong in that family has something to do with Andre. I would based say it has on everyone else. I would say it has something to do with Chuck, but you don't want to hear that. I you, like Chuck. I know you like <laughs> Chuck. You tried to play it so cool. You tried to play it so... You're like, I like Chuck. You love Chuck. You love Chuck. Chuck, Chuck's my boy. <laughs> so, Chuck, Dan- Chuck, my boy. Danish Tom, who is nobody's boy, is just sitting inside, and he goes, "Is he yelling at my wife?" And he stepped outside. Finally, he finally he lets Andre berate his yeah. wife. Well, I think this is what what's wrong with Andre. He yells like he he doesn't have oh, a yeah. calm voice. There's no there's no middle ground with him. No, he's even like fine. when he's, I almost feel like he's either like cracking a joke or he yells at something or someone. Yeah, there is no middle ground. There's he doesn't no, know how to have a conversation. No, he does not. And with that temper, he should be lucky that Chuck gave him a job because 
anyone else would be like, the second he would raise a voice at a workspace, yeah, it would be like, well, Chuck, uh, pack your things. Goodbye. Chuck gave him a job because they lied to Chuck. They manipulated Chuck. They were like, if, yeah. if Andre doesn't have this job, he's going to go back to Moldova yeah, and take your grandkid. At least he's a family. So this whole yelling, yeah. I'm not saying it's acceptable, but there is this whole family business issue. Okay. I'm saying like any other employee, oh, but not. if Andre raised his voice even a little, mm-hmm. if something didn't go the way he, he likes, yeah, out. Yeah. Out. Yep. No, Chuck is so forgiving. That's sweet Chuck, right? So nice so, of Chuck. So sweet. Everyone's <laughs> milking him and he's just so loves it, loves it. So finally Chuck's able to calm everyone down. They all pile back into the RV and of course they go right back to talking business, <laughs> right back to it. And this is where Tommy Tough Guy, Danish Thomas. I was right? like, good job, Tom. The only adult Tommy, in the RV. Tommy Tough Guy is like, uh, do I have to put one of you in the back? Okay, Thomas. All right. That's it. All right. That's all from you. You wouldn't stand up to Andre when he was berating your wife. Well, isn't this? Uh, no, I just feel like obviously Andre would never touch Becky or anything. So, and Becky can't stand up for herself. So I almost feel like Thomas was like, you know, what, like you two yelled at each other. But yeah. then it got like more serious, I guess. So Chuck went outside. Thomas went outside. But what I was trying to say is that Thomas have never participated in the show, this right? This is his season to We've shine. We've seen him. Like yeah. he popped here and there. He never talked really. Yeah. He was always like in the background or we didn't even know who he was. We knew he was Becky's husband. But that, yeah. I, don't, I don't know that we knew his now, name. Now look I don't at know him that. just like stepping up. I'm sure he was like, if you guys are going to film at my house again, at least give me a speaking role, please. Please. <laughs> Come on. So I can, I can say, you know, take it outside or something. I can play the tough guy. I can do it. I feel like he's playing the the smart guy, the adult, the let's everybody calm down. He probably is the most mature one on that RV. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they are a bunch of babies on that RV. So (laughs) it's nightfall now. The RV is pulling up to an Airbnb in North Carolina. Andre learned how to back into a driveway. Finally. Finally. Went well. It actually... The whole night, we don't get uh, any Which scenes. I'm surprised. I was hoping for like some people getting drunk, like, oh, we have 10 more hours the next day. Let's all get, let's party. I truly think that the family is so in with TLC that they were like, okay, yes, follow us, film us, but like give us this night off. Mm. Like we don't want to film tonight. We just Maybe. drove in this RV for... However many, yeah. like seven, eight hours, right? Like, give us the night off. Because, yeah, why would there be no footage? I know, right? You wake up the next day, everyone's screaming. Everyone's screaming. Everyone's but screaming. Thomas. But Thomas. <laughs> but Thomas. He's probably having a Danish mm-hmm. for breakfast. Danish Thomas <laughs> eating Danish. Oh, surprising. No, Do you like surprising. Danishes? I love cheese Danish. Cheese I Danish is good. Lo- I used to eat a cheese Danish every morning really? over the summer. What's like your favorite oh, pastry? Just cheese re- Danish. Really? Yeah, I'm really into croissants with um, bacon, egg, and cheese. Mm-hmm. A croissant, bacon, egg, and cheese, and we had a fantastic one. Oh in, my god! In Jackson Hole, but really into 
really into like a cheese sweet, Danish. Oh, okay. mine. Yeah. You want to guess? Uh, your favorite pastry? Yeah, I know. You know, I don't really eat pastries, but when I do, um, your favorite pastry? Give me a little bit of a hint. Oh, uh, like I'm like a little bear. A little bear. You're a little bear. That means you like honey. That too, but not not the pastry. My meat is so sweet. Oh my gosh. Hello. What kind of <laughs> podcast is this? Um, your meat is so sweet. Because? Because. Oh, blueberries. Yeah. Um, so I love my favorite pastry is? Blueberries. And it's, okay. <laughs> blueberry muffin? No, when you're oh, close. I like blueberry muffins. Like, um, blueberry. It's like muffin, but it's like more like. Oh, it's blueberry scone. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Give me some blueberry scone. <laughs> I love how Teresa doesn't know how drum rolls work. She always does the drum roll after <laughs> the announcement. <laughs> Do I? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's just me. That's just how I, that's, that's, that's just you. how I roll. I love it. I love it. So, okay. Everyone's screaming. Here's what happened. After breakfast, after everyone had their Danish, Libby was cleaning up. Andre was supposed to be watching Ellie, but he was not. He went to the bathroom and he thought one of the other loudmouths. You know, there's 12 people here. I thought someone else was watching Ellie, but they weren't. So she climbed up the stairs, almost fell. Libby caught her. So that's the drama. That's the drama. That's, that's the made up drama. I have to say that. If you have a child to watch and you need to pee, just yell out, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. Please watch Ellie yeah. if you are on I the watch duty. I don't buy this story at oh, all. Oh, bring Ellie to the bathroom with you. I mean, hello. I don't buy this story at all because, one, why did the cameras just start recording as they started screaming? Well, We're, we didn't see her falling, so. And two, the story was so fantastical that I don't believe it. It was like, well... Andre was in the bathroom and I was cleaning, but then I had this motherly instinct to go to the stairs. And just as I got there, she had slipped off and I had caught her. And it's mm. like, really? That's the story? Well, she was screaming. I almost feel like she walked, she fell, she hit something. She's screaming. Nah. Right? The drama should have been Thomas choking on a Danish. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas wants more screen time. That's your storyline. That would be Poor great. Thomas. That Chuck's would be great. giving him the Heimlich maneuver. Out comes the cheese Danish. It, oh. lay, it lands in Libby's mouth. Becky gets mad because it's like they're kissing. It's a whole thing. You and just went very, very far. I went too far. Anyways, basically now Andre has nobody on his side. Nobody. Everyone's turned against that's him. That's his biggest concern. Everyone's he doesn't want him. Chuck to turn against him. You're making me look bad in front of Chuck. That's Becky. why I'm on this trip. That's, that's why I'm, I'm driving. <laughs> So, Speaking of driving, everyone's back in the RV. Everyone's back in the RV. On the way they go. On the road. Back at it again. On the road again. Can you imagine if Charlie actually was in the RV? Oh, my gosh. Like at this point, I'm wondering if they just are separating Andre and Charlie. Oh, I think if, so. No, but like was production like, no, Charlie, you better fly. Because if Andre and Charlie were there together... It could have really gotten ugly. Do you think they really hate each other this much? I think Charlie and Andre hate each other. Really? I think, I like think for real? Yeah. Oh, for real, for real. I think Chuck and Andre have a good relationship. Hmm. Interesting. I, would you like Charlie? No. Exactly. So who would like? There's definitely tension there. Yeah. I mean, as long as I could be friends with Chuck, I'm good. 
That's it. You know, you know where your paycheck comes from. Okay, can we move on before you get too worked up over there thinking about Chuck? Let's move. On. Let's move on. I is see, it, I see is you. It like my, like a I see you just drifting off, thinking your eyes are kind of like fading into the sunset, thinking about Chuck. Is it like my, um, like a signature thing that I'm you probably love. the only person who likes Chuck? Yeah. Yeah, but you do it in like sort of an adorable way. Oh yeah, you're like guys, just you know, like what's on the show, and, you know. I feel and that's true. I don't show. know Chuck. I mean, I see things online. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, there's nothing to love about Chuck. Stop it! Don't spoil <laughs> it for me. I feel bad for him. Everyone's milking him, and yeah. he just wants to bring the family together. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and this is the Chuck I like. Mm -hmm. The other Chuck that all all of you see on social media or social media, whatever is going on, like sure, it's a different Chuck. That's not a check I sure. see on TV. Sure. Okay. It's like when you're married to a serial cheater, a pathological liar, and all of your friends and family are like, you know, he's uh he's kind of shitty. Your husband, you know, you might want to really think twice about him. I seen him do some questionable things, he's talking to some girls at a bar, and you're like, no, my husband, no, he's fine, he's perfect. It's like everyone's telling you Chuck is a bad person. And you're not listening. Because, as I said many times, people of the world, yes. I only judge it by what's on TV. That's true. That's what we should be doing. Because we otherwise, be doing. we're gonna. This podcast oh. would be very different. Absolutely. Let's stick. So let's stick to the show. Let me just feel bad for Chuck being milked all the time. Oh my gosh. Everyone wanna ha wanna have a oh. piece of Chuck ED. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Let's move on to someone no one wants to milk. Uh, Mike. Mike and Natalie. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. He's gosh. got like a milky complexion. He's a little milky. Does, is he? I don't know. He looks, he's, he just seems like a bag of milk. Let's just not do this because I love, love milk. And <laughs> Am I'm I ruining milk for you? Yeah, I drink milk every morning, by the way. Okay. All so right. let's not ruin it for me. You think about Chuck when you drink it, right? I do not. Okay, here we I go. I do not. Mike and Natalie. Mike and Natalie. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, Natalie made a friend. And it's not a rat. So this is good. This is progress. It's an actual person, Juliana. Who lives in Seattle, Washington. She's originally from Russia. Mm-hmm. Now lives in Seattle. And looks like she works at Stargazers. She does. Right? She does. <laughs> I love that Juliana was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to be on TV? Me? Me? Little old Juliana from <laughs> Russia on TV? I better put this headband on. If I'm going to be on TV, I better wear this headband. I've seen girls wearing those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very much like, um, if, you know, you know, the TV show Xena. 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 Warrior the warrior princess. princess. Oh, yeah. I loved Xena. Well, let's not even go there. But that's like the style. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I, uh, I've seen people like wear this, that um, too, What is it? Uh, medieval. I guess. Oh, she was very medieval. It's usually like. That was the vibe I was getting from like her. Like a flappers party or something. Yeah. What is a flappers? I don't know. But I don't know why she was wearing it. Very I, medieval. Okay. Just, just sure. let's go with it. Medieval. Okay. So Natalie is over, Juliana's. They're cooking dinner. They're going to have a little dinner party. Mike's going to get off work. He's going to come over. They're going to have a little dinner party. So while they're preparing, Natalie brings up, she's worried. She's nervous because she's going to have nose surgery 
in a week. Why is she going to have nose surgery, Teresa? Well, Why she could, she, she cannot breathe. She probably should have gone to a breathing camp when she was a child. Oh, let's, let's not get into that, but it's, it's <laughs> something well, it's, personal to you. It's a thing in Europe. That's why I'm saying it. Okay. I Well, the only reason I say let's not get into it is because I don't know if we've told this story Oof. on the podcast. Oof. I told it at a work dinner Oof. and we <laughs> could not stop crying we were laughing let's so save it for next time okay let's save it for okay. for another time long story short Teresa went to a breathing camp because you had some breathing problems well it's it's a spa breathing a spa camp in europe yeah it's for people with breathing problems yeah and children who are obese mm-hmm. and you do a similar routine every single day you go to school i was there for I thought it was six months. My mother corrected me and said it was two or three months. But okay. for me, it felt like forever. <laughs> so, I was going to school there too. But you do this routine. And at the end of your routine, it's like a workout. It's like a walk and you drink water from a spring or waterfall Yeah, it's or like a, this medical water. We all yeah. had a little cup. It's not. We walked okay. around the town. It is. not medical. No, it's, it's medical. Water. It's water. It's a spring. Okay. It has it's a different not, taste. It's not medical. You don't need a prescription. It has different mi- minerals. You don't need a prescription to drink out of the spring. Actually. Oh. You don't need a prescription to drink out of it. But when you're sick, mm-hmm. one of the most famous ones that's called Vincentka yeah. is being prescribed by doctors to people yeah. that you basically, you drink it or you also like clear your throat with it. Mm. A little so, gargle. A little gargle. So. Okay. But so you do this walk. Yeah. Then you drink the spring water. Mm-hmm. And when you finish. Mm-hmm. Or, you, or during the walk. Oh, during the walk, you get a cracker. Mm-hmm. They well, give you a cracker. Wafer. A That's the problem. A wafer. wafer. Oh, is, okay. it, is it how you pronounce it? Yeah, it's a wafer. Vowel, consonant, vowel. Mm. Wafer. Um, you are fortunate enough to get the wafer. Well, I was there with breathing, with breathing problems. problems. The obese children. Mm-hmm. No wafer. No them. wafer. No wafer. Mm-mm. And this just blew my mind. Like, <laughs> what's the wafer? 20 calories probably? It's very, it's actually, it's this beautiful round wafer. Yeah. And it's very thin. Yeah. And they warm them up and you yeah. can get different flavors. So like these are very thin, like crackers. juicing wa- crackers. And in between you can get like, I don't know, like apple or Dark chocolate and or macadamia, like, whatever. Is it like a reward for doing your routine? Why do they give you a wafer? Well, we all, we, we had to buy it, but we always stopped by. So you had to buy the wafer. Yeah, but we all did. And every they, single day. But they would not let the obese no, children yes, buy the wafer. Correct. The oh. obese children could not buy it. We That's all ridiculous. could. It was very cheap too. And it's like, it's like the very, it's a typical thing you do when you are in this spa town mm-hmm. that we were staying at. Every single day on a walk, we could get a wafer, <laughs> right? But not the obese kids, only the did, breathing kids. Did any of the breathing kids like sneak some wafer to the obese kids? No, we weren't really friends. Like, mm. No, not really friends, but they had dif- they had a different routine. Understood. So we all oh. went on a walk together. Okay. But when we stopped, right. it was just for the breathing kids. They weren't allowed to be around no. the wafer. but. They were there for, you know, they had issues with their weight. They still had to eat. 
Yes, but their dinners were very different. Everything okay. was very okay. their breakfast. Everything was just very different. When you told me different. this story, I felt so bad for those kids. It's like they're kids. Well, Let them have a wafer. You see these other kids eating wafers. Let they, them have but wafers. But they went to the spot to lose weight. Okay. All right. I know. I understand. I understand. How do you want to eat a, a wafer if you're trying to lose weight? Because it's a cracker. It's it not is. like you got an ice cream cone. It was a cracker. Give the kid a cracker. Andre gives his kids a cracker when they're acting up. Well, Give that's a that's a bad parenting. A but listen, yeah, the kids were there to accomplish something. Yeah. The the wafer would not help. That's true. Okay, wafe wafe watchers <laughs> would be the <laughs> <laughs> wafer watchers. They were wafer watchers. They were watching you guys eat the wafers. The wafers like, are really good, actually. I want to take you to that spot down. It's beautiful. Okay, are they gonna weigh me and then tell me if I'm allowed to have a wafer or not? Sir, you're sort of. You're on I don't want to take you to the spa camp. Just the spa yeah. town. Okay. Anyway, let's go back to let's go back to Natalie and Juliana's dinner party. They're not making wafers. They're making some other some other traditional treats. But Natalie's nervous because <laughs> she's got her surgery coming up in a week. Yes, she's she says she has breathing problems. That's what that's what you say in America. When you want to get a nose job. Well, that's what you've been saying. And you, we talked about it on our live last yeah. night. So if you guys tuned in, you know about this, right? But for me, right? Yeah. If I wanted to do a nose job, I would tell people like, yeah, I'm having my nose fixed. I don't like how my nose looks. Sure. No shame, right? People but should if be I that can, way. Yeah. If I cannot breathe and I need a whatever nasal surgery, yeah. no shame in that either. And that's what she's saying. So I didn't even think that it might be a nose job well, but you all you yeah. including all our friends on the live we said yes or no do you think it's medical or do you think it's cosmetic and 94 percent of the people yeah. said cosmetic which i don't get like why would she lie about and also that's if what it's you do cosmetic, in america you lie about it there is no insurance coverage well that's what she was saying no, <laughs> she said like, insurance might cover something but nah. we might still have to pay no she was basically saying insurance is not going to cover this and i hope mike doesn't freak out but her nose doesn't look bad she doesn't have a big nose or she doesn't have a potato nose like yara yeah. said she had yara was very honest about her there's no shame in that here's what i think natalie has actually i think she has allergies because she moved to Washington mm-hmm. State. If you're not used to that amount of pollen, mm-hmm. as she was saying, like, I can't sleep. I wake up. My nose is running. It's like, that's allergies. And you're probably not used to that mm-hmm. from where you're coming from. And I'm going to repeat what I said yesterday yeah. on our live. Neti pot. Neti pot. Neti uh, pot and Zyrtec. Allergy meds. Mm-hmm. Or if it's that bad, allergy shots. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I believe, like, Maybe her nose is running. I don't think it takes surgery. It takes maybe meds. And we know she goes on to get chin liposuction and other cosmetic procedures Does she? done. Yes. It doesn't look like she doesn't look like it. Not on the show, but if you look at her Instagram recently, remember she had like that bandage around her head. Mm. She goes on to do cosmetic things. So I think this was the Which start is of it. Fine all. again. So like, we've all You do whatever you want to do. And we will. And we will, Teresa. <laughs> we will. So, okay. The shocker is, yeah, she hasn't told Mike the surgery is scheduled. And insurance might not cover it. And that's going to be an issue because as she tells Juliana, Mike, he's in a lot of bank debt, which I didn't think was cool. I don't think Natalie well, We all be- know about his debt. 
But Natalie, don't be talking about your man's that's finances true. with Juliana. Yeah, that's true. That was a little that's out very of place. True. So Mike shows up, flowers in hand. Mm, two flowers in two, hand. One for each. One for each. That was a little surprising. But he was trying to look good. He was trying to look good for Juliana. So they're prepping. They're prepping the food. And Juliana's like, tell him. Tell him. <laughs> right? And Natalie just goes, Michael, very important stuff. Doctor put me on an operation. The way she says operation, I thought she was saying depression because I wasn't looking at the subtitles. No, Mike's put her on a depression. The doctor <laughs> has put her on an operation. She needs to work on the pronunciation of operation. Operation. Because it does sound like depression. Yeah. So Mike's just like, oh, they finally scheduled it for you? Hmm. Like totally trying to play it cool. But I think he knows... There's more to talk about. Mm -hmm. This is not the place to talk about. Yeah. He was like, oh, oh. Like he was surprised. Yeah. He tells the cameras, oh, I don't care about the cost. I'm upset she didn't consult me first. She consulted Juliana first. She consulted Juliana. Yeah. So they sit down for dinner. And I guess Juliana took the flowers Mike brought them and turned it into a wreath. And turned it into a wreath for Natalie to you wear on her head. You think that's where the wreath no. came from? <laughs> no, I just think it's weird that oh. she just put on a wreath hat. I mean, didn't she say some something about, oh, that's a Ukrainian tradition? Maybe. I think she did, but something? I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know. They all had headwear. Mike, yeah. was, Mike was the only one without any headwear. Poor Mike. It's because he's American. I feel like Juliana's got a prop box somewhere they could have found Mike. Very medieval. Found Mike like uh, one of those pinwheel hats. Mm. Mm. One of those one of those beer helmets. I could see oh, Mike yeah. wearing Mike could wear a beer helmet. But poor Mike's sitting there without any headwear on. Juliana's house is really nice. It was very nice. I wonder what her husband does for a living because she seems to be a stay at home wife. I think he's I think he's very smart if if I had to guess, I think he's very smart. Because he lives in Seattle? No, because he was smart enough not to be on oh. camera at that <laughs> dinner party. He's like, you guys do that. Sure, you do that. I'm not putting on a silly hat. You guys, whatever whatever you want to do, I'll be over here. <laughs> so, okay, new day in Squim. And Mike must really want Natalie to go back to Ukraine. Like really bad. Like what can I do to force her? home because he's teaching her how to replace an air filter how to replace wiper blades like it's some awesome afternoon it's not awesome but okay this is what i'm going to say that it wasn't a bad idea for mike to do that because we live in a city we've always lived in a city right we do drive but we have triple a we have reception all the time they live in the middle of nowhere they might not have reception on oh, some yeah. of these roads, right? Yeah, if your wiper blades stop working, come on. That's like, not like you're not changing a tire. Wiper blades are not going to get you out of a mess. Well, if it's raining hard, you so can drive. So you have a spare pair in your car and you're just going to make I, the switch? No. The thing was very strange to me. But I'm saying it wasn't a bad idea to teach her It that. wasn't a bad idea to teach her those things, to be self-sufficient, independent. Mm-hmm. The way he framed it up like this is the american dream this is the american dream natalie open up a beer fill up the washer fluid (laughs) 
He was like really trying to sell this as an exciting day. Well, I guess what else do you want to do around his it's, house? Right. <laughs> There's like, There's besides like chasing chase Uncle Bo. Chase Uncle Bo. <laughs> Do like a uh, maze where the rat Uncle Bo try mm-hmm. to find their... Yeah, there's not much to do, but... Chatting with... What's her name? Uh, who's Melanie? That? No, 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 no. Oh, uh, Tamara? Tamara. Who is Melanie, though? <laughs> Going through Hairstone with Tamara. <laughs> yeah, but... No, this is the American dream. So, out of nowhere... Natalie's like, Juliana thinks you're handsome and beautiful. Oh. Did you hear that? I did. I don't understand what that was because it didn't go anywhere. Mike changed the subject to Natalie's nose job. But I was like, what are you? Well, I thought she was trying to get to maybe Melanie or maybe some of like ladies. No, but I think Melanie worked at the doctor's office. I think Melanie was the one who schedules Natalie's appointments. You see, I'm confused. I'm confused. Me too. Me too. The whole thing was confusing. But or maybe he she wanted to, you know, boost up Mike's self-esteem. I think, yeah. Or she was going to turn it like, oh, Julia's looking at you and I don't like when other women look at you and try to turn that mm. into a fight. Maybe. Because she doesn't like when other women mm. talk to Mike, right? Or are interested in Mike, but it doesn't go anywhere. Well, Mike, that was her friend. So for now, you shouldn't have invited Mike over. So Mike just changes the subject to the nose job. And Natalie's like, well, we talked about it three months ago, but I guess never told Mike an exact date. And she goes, what do you want me to do? Like, say I want to discuss with my husband. Should I discuss with my husband this sort of thing? Yeah, probably. For sure. It's probably exactly what you should do, actually. I literally tell you everything. I wake you up. When I sometimes like when I make my doctor's appointment, I usually try to make them early in the morning so I can catch up with work, right? Yeah. When you're asleep, I wake you up and I'm like, I am leaving now. I'm going to see the doctor. I'll be back. You don't have to do that, but I appreciate that you do. You don't want me to do that? I mean, you tell me the night before and I wake up and if you're not there, I'll go, oh, she has her doctor's You don't want me to do that? No, wake, no, wake me up. You can wake me up. <laughs> Thank you. But I want you to know. Yeah, you tell me these things and you have your own insurance. Mm-hmm. You have your own money. You have mm-hmm. your own car. You're mm-hmm. very independent. Very independent. Natalie doesn't have her own car. She is going to need Mike to pay for this. And she's still keeping it to herself. So, yeah. Uh, what do you want me to do? Is they want to discuss with my husband? Like, yeah, that's exactly, probably exactly what you should do. For sure. That's exactly what you should do. And especially Mike was like, well, maybe I'll take the day off and I'll help you out. I'll go with you. I'll, I'll drive you. I was kind of like, all right, Mike, you're putting on a little thick. We know you don't care that mm-hmm. much. You'll probably have Natalie hitch her ride on the back of the ATV. He was just trying to be ATV. a good man in front of Juliana. Exactly. Exactly. So once again, we have a fight. They always fight. Like, fight. Tell, tell me one episode where they didn't end up fighting. <sighs> you can't because it doesn't exist. I know. I'm trying to think like the waterfall moment when they were dancing down. Maybe. They still fought at the brewery before. Yes. Because how could you bring me to brewery? Yeah, they always argue. and That's it. They're 
their relationship looks so exhausting. Oh my gosh. So exhausting. I could not freaking do that. No, no. Oh, oh. <sighs> so that's it. That's it. The highlight of the episode or the segment for me was Mike wearing latex gloves to change the windshield wiper. <laughs> like this dude has a pet rat, but he wants to wear medical grade gloves. Well, to he was also his showing her how to change the oil on the car. No, he wasn't. He was. No, the air filter. Wasn't it? I, well, I mean, he, you, you usually change your air filter with your oil, but he didn't. I thought he said we're going to change the oh. air filter and the wiper blades. Either way, either way, go to Midas, go to Firestone, go to Five Minute Oil or whatever. They're not wearing latex gloves. What is it? Jiffy Lube? Yeah, Jibby. go to Jiffy Lube. Jiffy Lube. They're not wearing latex gloves, I don't think. Be a man, Mike. Maybe Get your hands dirty. Man up, bro. Man up. Man up. Okay. All right. That's, that's exhausting. That's what that is. It's exhausting. Could there you imagine like, being in that relationship? No, I would it's not. It's exhausting talking about that relationship. Yeah. I feel like my highlight was when Natalie was like, Mike wants me to be an American girl because American girls can do everything. But she was I know she was sarcastic. joking. Yeah, she was sarcastic. Yeah. But Mike did make it sound like, well, yeah, It's the gotta, American dream. You got to learn all that again. I still think she should know, especially because they live in literally in the middle of nowhere. I'm totally with you. I think she should know how to change a tire, yeah. maybe how to change her oil. But putting on new wiper blades, not the American dream. Speaking of- Not I, the American dream. That's what I need to do. Change your wiper but I'm, blade? Yeah, but okay. I'm probably going to go to- So you'll have someone do that. Yeah, I'm going to have someone <laughs> to do it for me. Yeah, okay. That's the American dream is having someone else yeah, change exactly. your wiper blades. Come on, Mike. Exactly. On. You right. nailed it. That's it. That's it. That's right. the American dream. <laughs> Jovi and Yara. Jovi and Yara. Yara waking up at Mama Gwen's house. She's got Mila there. Jovi's been at work for a couple months at this point. So should be getting ready to come mm-hmm. home. Should be home any minute. Can we all take a minute and appreciate the relationship Yara has with Gwen? Because I love it. It's special. It's I love special. that they like sassy. bicker. It's sassy. It's sassy. And, uh, you can always see that Yara has a smirk on yeah. her face. So it's almost like she's not being serious with all these stupid things she says. And shout out to Mama Gwen for rolling with it because it, so awesome. it takes a special person. She's so awesome. We person, love Mama Gwen. Even if it is a joke mm-hmm. on Yara's. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think 50% joke. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a complete joke. I don't think if Mama Gwen was like, okay, well, can you help me like clean this house top to bottom? I don't think Yara would be like, oh, yes, ma'am. I think she still is a little She'll selfish like, oh, and sassy. I have, to, I have to hold the baby. Yeah. So it's a little bit jokey. So shout out to Mama Gwen for just rolling with it. Mm-hmm. And it starts here with Yara wanting to Skype Jovi. And Mama Gwen brings out her MacBook Pro. And it's like a 2016. So Yara has yeah, to insult it. I think it's it. still the one that you can insert the CD in. No. It's not that it's old? Not, it's maybe. So, maybe, but I don't think so. Well, if it's not that old, it's not that old. I mean... I don't think it's that old. I don't think it can't be that old. But yeah, Yara's like, well, wow, look at this poor, look at this poor it's computer. Like, she, she's like, it looks like you're poor. <laughs> I was like, burn. Oh, burn. Okay. Burn. All right, Yara. All right. So they're Skyping. Yara and Jovi are Skyping. And Jovi's like, I have, I have bad news. I just found out I'm not coming home so soon. I have to stay for a few more weeks. 
Three more weeks. Three more weeks, which makes it seem like Joby's going to miss Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's sad. It's definitely sad. Milo's first Christmas. Milo's first mm-hmm. Christmas without dad. That's very, that's very sad. I didn't think about it until just now. Like, Myla's not going to think about it. She's not going to remember, but... It's sad. I'm, I'm grown sure up, yeah. and we always fly to Czech for Christmas, and we always try to be there for Christmas, yeah. but it was one year we couldn't make it on the 20... We, in Czech, we celebrate Christmas on the 24th. Mm-hmm. We couldn't make it. We arrived on the 25th, and my parents waited for to celebrate Christmas with us. They waited 24 hours. Yes, yeah, still. That's yeah, no, a I'm big saying, deal. No, no, it's a big deal. You, you press pause. You can't celebrate Christmas authentically in the middle of January. No, but Joby he's coming a day after Christmas. Oh, okay. So they could got press it, got pause. It, got it, got it. But that I get sense. it. Like it kind of takes the magic out of it. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's like You go to you go to CVS, all the candy is half yeah. off and you're like, well, like Christmas. And I know is over. like my parents were fine, they were happy we were coming, but also my mom was like, everyone was calling us. You know, after Christmas, yeah. I was a Christmas, and she was like, well, we didn't, celeb- we didn't celebrate <laughs> yet. We're waiting for John and Teresa. I'll let you know. <laughs> so then Jovi breaks more bad news. The lease on their apartment is ending, so they're going to have to move out. And with Jovi not being there, Yara's going to have to move out by herself. I don't understand why Yara can't extend the lease. So, okay, so this whole thing was a little confusing to me, and I've seen something on social media, too. A lot of people are saying, oh, are you breaking up? Is Yara moving to her apartment? Yeah. No, I don't think that's the case. I just think that Yara was like, I'm done with New Orleans. By the way, on the list of one of the most dangerous cities to live. <laughs> New Orleans. New Orleans is like number five out of 25. It's probably safer now that Jovi's out of there. <laughs> but I get it. Like, usually tourist towns, like... Savannah, New Orleans. Oh, yeah. They're fun to visit, dangerous to live. Also party towns because everyone's drunk and people take advantage of drunk people. Mm -hmm. So Savannah is on the list too, by the way. I'm sure Vegas is too. It's not. Oh, okay. Stand corrected. Yeah. Stand corrected. But New Orleans is, and yeah, I was saying, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. I want to move somewhere where I feel safe. Jovi's out all the time. So I almost feel like he was like, you know what? You move whatever you want. I'll... Just adjust because I travel a lot. You have the baby. You do it. Well, yes. And they're not, they're not breaking up guys. But here's what I think maybe fuels that sort of speculation is the way Yara talks. And I don't think it's her English. It's just the me, me, me mindset of her when she goes, my baby, I want my baby to live somewhere safe. It's like, whoa, like this is my apartment, my baby. And it's never our. She never says, yeah, like, you're right. don't you want our baby to grow up somewhere a little safer? She goes, I don't want my baby. But yeah. Whoa. And I do not think that's an English thing. I think that's a selfish thing. Maybe. So, yeah, Jovi's going to be away. I'm just going to add to it. It also takes some time to adjust from... Me to we, right? The first year of our no, us. You've never had a kid alone. You've only had True, a kid as a we. but she's taking care of the kid alone. I almost feel like in her head, it's <laughs> yeah. probably, yeah. I don't know. No, I just laughed because I had a theory. Oh, what's your theory? <laughs> Every time Joby doesn't want to adult, air quotes, he has to stay at work. Because, 
Oh, Yara's pregnant. Gonna need some help. I have to stay. I have to stay at work. I know that it sounds, sucks. That sounds... I wish I could be there to help you. That like, sounds pretty accurate, um, actually. Oh, we need to pack up the entire apartment and move? Craziest thing, Yara. I have to stay at work. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised. He's always staying at work when times get tough. And it's a decent excuse because no one can yeah. catch him no one knows. in a lie. No, no one, one knows. knows. It's on a boat. So the silver lining of this whole thing is, yeah, Yara doesn't love New Orleans. So she's going to move to some place where she does yeah. feel safer. And she's mad at him for staying, you know, three extra weeks. So here's my question about this whole mm-hmm. moving thing. Jovi's like, do you know where you're going to move? Where are you going to move? And Joey's like, I hope you move somewhere close to the city. Well, he's playing the game with her, though. He's not saying, do you know what we're going to move? Okay, that's fair. But as the guy who grew up and has never left Louisiana, you think he would be part of the decision. You think he would go, I know a few neighborhoods. I know a few towns that we might like. Instead, he's like, good luck. Let me know what you choose. Well, even if he didn't grow up in Louisiana, they're a couple. They're married. They have a child. That's, you know, part of being married is that you make decisions together. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? So I don't, that's that's what I don't understand about this whole thing. He clearly has internet. Yeah. You can get a Zillow link. And you know, link. you can be like, hey, Yara, maybe you look up places, send me the links, I'll right. take a look. I don't have a ton of time. Yeah. I can't do the heavy lifting, but send me your top three favorite yeah, places. Literally. And I'll weigh in. I'll say, oh, that's a good area. That's a bad area. Yeah. A hundred percent. But for Jovi not to be involved when mm-hmm. he's the guy from that area. But you know what? I almost feel like he will. I, I don't think she just found a place and didn't tell him anything. I'm pretty sure yeah. she sent him a link. No? If there was one girl who would find a place and sign a lease without checking with her husband, it would be Yara. That's very true. Okay. That's very true. It would be Yara. But I get where she's coming from. She wants to move to the burbs with oh, the it. baby. I get it. So she feels safe to walk around. And I did live in the suburbs when I was an au pair. Yeah. And I moved into New York City later I did feel safe in New York, but I did feel very safe in the suburbs. I walked around with the baby all the time, little coffee Mm -hmm. places. Mm -hmm. Literally, I didn't feel unsafe at all. And I feel that's what Yara is seeking, which I understand. Neither of us have ever been to New Orleans. I can't believe it. I honestly cannot believe it. We have to go. It's like literally like maybe this fall, next spring. But I would not imagine that's the best place to raise a child. I guess, right? yeah. I mean, I would say New York City is not the best place to raise a child. No, but at least like I, I've lived in New York for four years. Yeah. I have never felt unsafe. No, because you're surrounded by people. I feel, I honestly feel the most unsafe when I'm alone. Like when I'm walking down the street and there's nobody there. I guess, yeah. That's when I feel unsafe. When I walk down the street and there's a hundred people there, yeah. I'm like, oh, I feel safe. Cool, I'm surrounded by people. Anyway, new day. Yara is back in New Orleans now. She's at her apartment. And Mama Gwen, and shout out to Grandma Barb. New oh, face. Grandma Barb new has face. a sass. She has Grandma a sass. Barb. Yeah, if you thought Mama Gwen had sass, well, where'd she get it from? Grandma Barb. Mm-hmm. They arrived to help pack up the place and help Yara move. Grandma Barb is like, look at this place. You didn't pack nothing? <laughs> Here's your coffee. Grandma Barb's sounding like Yara. You didn't pack nothing. And Yara's like, yeah, I packed my makeup. 
Pack my makeup. I almost feel like this is kind of like a, a joke. Uh, I don't know. I could see Yara living this life. I can see Yara totally living this life. Gwen goes into the bedroom is like, oh, Yara, you didn't pack any of this? <laughs> the movers the are movers coming. The movers are other way, right? <laughs> that Yara's room looked like Angela's house. Like Literally. that place was a disaster. But <laughs> Mama Gwen to the rescue. Mama Gwen, mother-in-law. Nay, mother of the season. Like for how bad... Ronald is as a father. Mama Gwen is the opposite, like the complete opposite end of the spectrum, just being the best parent ever. Helps Yara get it all together, pack it up. Again, Grandma Barb just being like, I feel you, Yara. I'd rather hold the baby and do nothing myself. <laughs> Come and bring me that baby. Let me smell that baby. Let me touch that baby's soft spot. I love the oh, sass. Yeah. I love it. You know, like this trio. Oh, yeah. Sassy trio. I would watch that spinoff. Mm. Yeah. So, okay. Because Yara can't live in Paris or Amsterdam. Which I'm with her. Okay. Totally with you. She can't live in Paris or Amsterdam. She's found a new place. 45 minutes outside the city. Which is not horrible. Two bedrooms. Family friendly. No parties. People actually urinate in diapers there, not just on the sidewalk. <laughs> win, win. Win, win, win. Win, win, win. Okay. Mama Gwen, nervous because Jovi likes the hustle bustle of the city and is unsure if he's going to like this new quiet lifestyle. I would say, Jovi, don't be too mad. You're a married man. You're a father. You don't need to be going out mm -hmm. partying every weekend. And it's not like he lives in New Orleans because it was close to his job. He always had to fly to that yeah. anyways, right? Here's my thought. Okay, go. Yara just said, Yara said, I would love to live in Paris or Amsterdam. She said that, right? Mm -hmm. What What does Paris and Amsterdam have? Restaurants, shops, nightlife, culture, right? It has Can this I stuff. answer this as, sure. as an European? Sure. For me, Europe feels safe. And I know there are issues in Europe. There are issues in America. There are issues everywhere. Yeah. But in general, when we go to Europe, I... My comfort level is. Well, that's home for you, though. I think that's it why. It is, but whole, you, I just feel, I feel safe. I don't know why. And again, I still feel, you know, I'm aware of my surroundings and we all should be smart no yeah. matter where you are. But Europe feels like home. Europe feels comfortable to me. Okay. And I do feel this way about US now because I've been here for years. So right now, like I'm fine living in the US, but I would be fine living in Europe. But understand where she's coming from. She wants the homey feel. I get that point. I, I understand that. Here's my thought, though. And it doesn't have to do with safety. Okay. I feel like, okay, she does want culture, mm -hmm. lifestyle, nightlife. Um, but European style. But more than that, she doesn't want Jovi near that stuff. What do you mean? She wants... To make it harder for Jovi to go party. She wants to make it harder for Jovi to go out with his friends. Well, if they lived the in Paris. He would, not, he would not be. No, my point is it's clear she's not like, oh, I'm old and just want to be in the middle of nowhere. Mm. She wants to be around nightlife. 
I don't think she wants Jovi. Oh, I see what I you're saying. I don't think she wants Jovi to be able to saying. go to the penthouse club on a Tuesday night. So, oh, let's move an hour outside the city to keep Jovi mm. from the bars, to keep Jovi from his I friends. I mean, listen, 45 minutes in an Uber, it's not the end of the world. Just makes it harder. I'm, I'm just saying, before he used to be able to walk outside his front door oh, yeah. and go to Bourbon Street. Now Yara's going, no, you know what? Let's make it a little more difficult for Joey to drink on a Tuesday. But I just hope she understands that I love cities, right? I would move to the suburbs, but I would want to live in a suburb that has still has something to offer. Like a little maybe downtown. a little downtown, little, you know, a couple of restaurants, some yeah. coffee places, a nice old school diner, a supermarket, mm-hmm. like a little community, right? I don't, I don't know where she moved to. Right. But I hope it has something like this because if it's just a housing community, she's going to get bored. Yeah, I think she will. I think she will. We'll see. We'll see. All right. That's Jovi and Yara. Mainly Yara. Mainly Yara. Mainly Yara. Jovi's on the boat. And Grandma Barb, who we love. All right. Oh, boy. Another staple couple. Mm. Who? Who could it be? Who's... Ooh, let's what? not wake up our neighbors, oh. but let's do it. Oh, Angela okay. and Michael. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is. <laughs> oh, our neighbors are probably oh, like, WTF. It's mm-hmm. Monday again. It must be Monday. Okay. Michael this time. Finally, we got a camera crew over in right? Lagos. I was thinking the same. This is what we the needed phone. the whole time because this, we, we got, I think like an hour and a half into the episode and I was like, oh my God, we're not covering Angela and Michael this episode. And then I was like, wait, we covered Michael like an hour yeah. ago. I forgot because I'm so not used to seeing Michael on yeah. anything but a cell phone screen. Well, so let's talk about Michael. Michael, here we go. Playing a little football, getting a little exercise in because like us all, like us all, we're all humans. We all mm-hmm. gained weight during the pandemic. Oh yeah. Michael wants to get in shape. I have to say, I laughed hard twice. You laughed hard. During the, yes, I laughed hard during this episode twice. This and was it one was of them. during <laughs> Angela and Michael. We'll save and then the best during for last. Ben yeah. and Julia. So <laughs> I feel like we are saving the best for yeah. last. Yeah. The, yeah, I laughed. I laughed for sure. But Michael gained a little weight. He's not liking his new face. I thought he looks the same he as always. Same. Let's but, be honest, he looks the same. But. but that's how you know he's ready to be single. Oh, when he's, he's like, ready. Oh, I got to get back into fighting shape. I got to lose some weight. He's ready to mingle. So he does say he's ready to start living his life as a single man. Mm. Was he not living his life as a single man when he got to BJ? When he got to BJ, was he not living his life as a... Michael, were you not living your life as a single man? Come on. Tell me. Tell me, Michael. What's I'm life going to be like as a single man? Do you man? think he got a BJ ever since... Probably yeah. not. I oh, feel like yeah. he's so oh, scared yeah. of Angela. You think Angela's like going to IT shops? Can I put a tracker on my husband's penis? Can we get a GPS? <laughs> a, oh, I don't even know what GPS stands for. A global penis system? Global positioning penis system? What are the, can we do that? Listen, I almost feel like after he got caught with the BJ, yeah. when he he actually came. He didn't get came caught clean. with he the BJ. Clean, yeah. He admitted he. But got I the feel BJ. like he thinks that Angela is watching him. It's like I'm gonna make a the Lord of the Rings reference if oh you boy. don't understand. Nope. But <laughs> Sauron's eye is watching. Okay. Right. Sure. Ugh. 
Sure. John does not I'm like. Sure, sure John majority, has never watched the Lord of the Rings. I'm sure a majority of our friends are nodding. Their I hope head, they yes. have. But anyways, yes. I almost feel like Michael thinks that whatever he does, that Angela's gonna know. Maybe. So I almost feel like after the wedding and everything, he it, he has been like, <gasps> like you know, I'm not gonna go out. I'm just gonna be home waiting for her calls. Right. Mm. Now after all the fighting, he's like, you know what? I'm getting out. I'm getting back out there. Yeah. I'm going to meet my friends. I'm going to play some soccer. Yeah, yeah. So all of Michael's friends, they show up. Peter, Addie, all the goofballs, all of the friends. Is that, that what Angela calls the them? Goof, the goofballs. Not only Angela, it cracks me up that now Michael uses that he name. He does? He's like, last time I hung out with the goofballs, Angela didn't like it. I'm like, Michael, you know, you don't have to call your friends goofballs. She's using it as a derogatory term. But you know, it, it doesn't. I thought I thought goofballs isn't like bad. It's like it's not bad, but goofballs like are like like, like jokers, ja- like jackasses. Really? Yeah, jackasses. Like little donkeys. Yes, yes. <laughs> but like goofballs, like it's not a term of endearment. She does not like these friends. Oh, okay. And so it would be like if you called my friends assholes, right? Mm. You know, I don't like when you hang out with your asshole friends, and I'm like, okay. And then I'm having a conversation with someone, and I'm like. You know, the last time I hung out with my asshole friends, it was, it's like, you don't, Michael, you don't have to call them goofballs. It's okay. Classic Michael. So they're there. Michael tells his friends that he doesn't feel like he's in a relationship. He says, I'm not really talking to Angela right now. And then he fills them in on the weight loss and the breast mm-hmm. reduction surgery. Well, isn't it also before he did that, his friends said, Michael, you didn't even invite us to your wedding. Well, that's, he would I, have, Angela would not allow Yeah, but I'm saying there. like those were supposed to be his best friends. Yeah. Michael literally was like, you know what? I'm taking Angela over you. Don't come to my wedding, anything. Now when he's feeling down, now he's uh, reaching out. That's a good point. And they're there for They him. must be good friends, very good friends that they come back because some people would be like, you know what? Not we were yet. there for you. Yeah. You chose someone else over us, literally didn't give us a chance. Now, when you're alone, you want us back? Yep. Bye-bye. Yep. No, I've seen that happen in real life. It's oh, like, really? oh, you ditch us for a girl? You did that? No, not me. But I'm saying, mm. and not even my close friends, but you you see it in high school or college where you're so close with your guy friends and then one of the guys leaves because he gets in a relationship, Yeah. never comes out anymore, never wants to grab a beer. They break up. And it's like, no, man, you ditched us. Like, you left us. We didn't yeah. hear from you for two years, and now you want to come back? So the goofballs, they come back. Now, they're just mind-blown about breast reduction surgery. They're my Big boobs are the best, Teresa. That's why Michael is with best. Angela, I think. <laughs> yeah, one of the goofballs is like, Michael, big boobs are the best. Does this... Does this mean you won't be able to pull on them anymore? Like, tell me, Michael. Tell me you can still pull on her breasts. Oh, please tell me you can still pull well, on Michael, them. Well, Michael, I feel like Michael hasn't seen her <laughs> boobs because they're still big. You can still pull. You can still, you can still pull. You can still, like, you can put tug. the phone and cigarettes and a lighter and it's... You can tug. Might not be a full pull. Not a full pull. But you can tug. You can give it a tug. A twist. Can do boobs are ginormous. You can manipulate. Still. You can manipulate them. <laughs> I think manipulate. You can manipulate them. You know what I'm saying? Manipulate. Oh, I don't even know what I was saying. Mm. Thank you, manip. Thank you, manip. Yes, manip. 
<laughs> so, so then, okay, then Peter asks if Michael plans to get back with Angela. And Michael says he loves Angela, but he's tired. He wishes things would change and that they could understand each other. Mm-hmm. But that's not happening. Well, then they ask Mike, Michael, if you're going back to the relationship, are you going back as the old Mike Mm-mm. or as the uh-uh. American? I mean, as the no, African I might go back man. As, I might go back as the American Mike <laughs> if Angela has anything to say about it. Um, but no, I'm I'm a man. I'm a I'm a man. Well, he thinks that. So let's get to the best part. Oh my gosh. The role playing so he can practice to be the African man that he is. I don't know whose idea this was, if it was productions, if it was Peter's, if it was Michael's, but I hope I think it was Peter's idea and I loved every second of it. Because they role play. And Peter will be playing the role of Angela. Peter will be playing the role of Angela. Michael will be playing the role of African Michael. The African man that he wants to be. (laughs) So Michael's like Angie, I'm sorry. Angie, I'm sorry. <laughs> and Peter's like, no, Michael, you've always been sneaky. I know since I'm not there, you're out there with these big booty Nigerian girls. <gasps> and Michael's like, stop that. Stop that. I'm married. I'm that's, married. that's not true. What, what, are, you, what, are, you, what are you saying? <laughs> that it, I, I don't do that. It's I'm like, like, they are really, really role playing this. Like, right? Bro, you are role playing hard. Okay, here comes my office reference because we always mm-hmm. We love the, the office. This was Jim and Dwight and Michael role playing that sales call. Oh, yeah. Where Jim was <laughs> Bill Butlicker. Oh, my gosh. And like, so good. And it was role play, but... Dwight and Michael like started really believe where Jim's like, Michael, I like the sound of your voice. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy a million dollars worth of paper products today. Oh, Michael's like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. He's like, see, see how it's done, Dwight? You see how it's done? And like they were really believing their role. That's this exactly. That. This exactly. That. That's a great, that's a great reference. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So that ends too soon. Unfortunately, I wish they had a second act of that role play, mm-hmm. but they did not. It ended. So we cut to Georgia and Angela is visiting Lawyer Lou. Classic Lawyer Lou. And she oh. actually is using the same lawyer for the past three years. It's one of the only. She has been, yeah. The only lawyers that stands the test of time. Literally. That, that doesn't get traded in or traded up. Lawyer Lou, she walks in. I want a divorce. Not even. Hey, Lou, how is he going? It's literally. Hey, Lou, I want a divorce. Yeah. Um. Okay. Then Lou took off his mask. I don't know when you saw Lou took off no, his mask. No, he put it on. Oh, no. Holy mustache. Did you see Lou's mustache? No, he put it. She walked in and she was wearing her yeah. mask on. So Lou put it on. Oh, he was trying to hide his mustache. Good. Good move, Lou. Hide that mustache. And that's where I kind of like, I almost feel like nowadays when people wear masks, I don't pay attention to it. Because I'm so used to it. I didn't bring it up during the Ronald and Tiffany segment. They were at the checkout line in the mm-hmm. supermarket. Everyone wearing masks. Oh, really? Cashiers, Tiffany, mm. everyone. Not Ronald. Ronald Classic. had his mask hanging around his chin. It's a Classic. Couple. Everyone's wearing the mask. Wear the mask. Yeah. No, Mustache Lou. Mustache Lou. He, he grew that mustache. Maybe he had it the last time, but this was, this was uncomfortable for me. Yeah. This, so Lou is... 
basically the general lawyer. He's the immigration lawyer. He's mm-hmm. the divorce lawyer. He is. I mean, Hazelhurst, Georgia, I think it's a one-stop shop. It's, think, he's literally the one. Specialties. He literally is the one-stop shop lawyer. Yeah. 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 So, so Angela tells Lou how she's just been through surgery and Michael's not been supportive of it. And she's not happy about that. So she's like, if he's not calling on me and checking on me, he's being sneaky. He's a different Michael now. Okay. He's a different Michael. He's talking back to me, standing up for himself. He's acting like a real man, Lou. And I don't like it. I don't like when he's acting like a real man. So I want a divorce. want a divorce. So Mustache Lou tries to talk some sense into her. Saying, Angela, you got a lot invested in this. Time, money, money, emotions, a lot invested in this. But Angela doesn't seem to care. Doesn't seem to care. So Until. Well, Lou's like, well, okay, we can Mm -hmm. attempt to serve him divorce papers. Even if it's not possible, not a problem. We can still make it happen. Really just comes down to if you want to do this or not. Do you want to do this, Angela? You sure you want to do this? Well, and he also explains if you going to go ahead and divorce Michael. If you guys get back together in a couple of months, you would have to go through this whole thing again. You would have to marry him again. You would have to file for the visa again. You would have to pay all the money again. Right. It doesn't seem like it's a huge issue. Mustache Lou makes it seem like, sure, you get divorced, get divorced. But then Angela goes, okay, but if we decide to get back together, it's fine, right? No problem, right? And that's when Lou's like, no, it's actually, you got to do the whole Mm -hmm. thing over again. And Angela then clearly has second thoughts about it because she is not that committed to the idea of divorce. Well, it's smart because you have to get to the bottom of it first. You cannot just fight over boobs and think this whole thing is over. She's using divorce as a weapon. Like yeah. She's waving it in front of Michael's face like, you better answer my calls, might get divorced. Yeah. You know, you better check on me, or might get divorced. Like, And the American flag is going far. Uh, wa- yeah, she's far- waving divorce and mm-hmm. the American flag the simultaneously. The American eagle is flying, flying farther into away the into yes. the horizon. Yeah. Goodbye, Michael. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, my Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, my friend. Okay. I used to love that song, by the way. That's, that's another office. Oh, it is. Reference. Okay. Um, <laughs> you have to stop because, oh, the office. Let's do it. Let's do this last couple because, oh, thank you, Brandon and Julia. Thank you for delivering. Thank I love, honestly, I love to watch Brandon and Julia. I, I don't like the episodes when they are not present. Shh, you be quiet. Shh, don't let them know. Don't okay. let them know. Don't let them know. But. Ron and Betty weren't even in this episode and it was still good. Was so Usually good. it's like we like Brandon and Julia because Ron and Betty tag True. along. This not I even still like I still like them because I believe they are a real couple. I a hundred percent believe they yeah. are both into each other. But Julia is an interesting person. I, I like yeah. She's I don't entertaining. Think, I don't think it's just because it is her comment of the English language, but also it's her personality. Brandon and I find is, it very entertaining. Brandon is still dumb. I I stand by that. Brandon is so dumb. 
dumb. I don't think he's that dumb. I just feel like he is uh no, but he's Julia like is the boss. He's boring. Oh yeah. Watching Brandon is like watching the paint dry in Ronald's prison cell. That that's accurate, yeah. Julia is entertaining and she brought yeah. it like she broke she broke the scale mm-hmm. on this episode. Well let's, let's talk about let's it. Let's do it. Okay. Julia and Steve Jobs are no, sorry. Julia and Brandon. Brandon, the All turtleneck right. threw me. I am <laughs> the black going turtleneck to do a little outfit oh, segment. Here we go. Right? Sure. Brandon's outfit is yeah. what I wear. That's your confidence outfit. I love, I guys, turtlenecks are my confidence outfits. And I wear turtlenecks for like important meetings or when I'm meeting new people. I love turtlenecks. I have long sleeve turtlenecks. Yeah. I have short sleeve turtlenecks. I have sleeveless turtlenecks. I have bodysuit turtlenecks. I have so many turtlenecks in different colors, mostly black. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It. I love how it looks. I love how it feels. Yeah. And I'm totally vibing Brandon's outfit. Brandon looking like Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> you know who that is? Oh yeah, there's a, there's a chick who was the trying to pull. Scammer. Yeah, yeah, who yeah, was trying no. to pull Steve Jobs. Looking like Steve Jobs. Yeah. So they're in the car. They're going to look at apartments. Well, let's tell people what you call me when I wear my turtlenecks. Turtle Jobs. John calls me <laughs> Turtle Jobs because. You look somewhat like a turtle in your mm-hmm. turtleneck mm-hmm. Um, and also a lot like Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so John calls me Turtle Jobs yeah. and I still love it. I still wear my turtlenecks all the time. Yes. Yeah. And you, you pull them off just as well as Brandon does. Or better. Much better. Is that what you're trying to say? Much much, much better. Yeah, I want to pull them off when you're wearing them. You look so good in them. Mm. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> they're going to look at an apartment. Julia found an apartment online. She says it's the perfect apartment. It's perfect for them. Didn't say the price, but it's perfect for and them. And again, we discussed this last night during our live, but yeah. I totally believe that Julia found it. No. No, no. You know, you go online, you go to Zillow, whatever, you're looking at apartments. Yeah. And then you have to go and click through like, oh, you're looking at two bedroom, three bedroom, one bedroom. Oh, maybe you have to click one more time. Nope. Starting price, nope. 1500 Nope, not how it works. The most prominent thing, more than the address, more than the square footage, the most prominent thing is the price. I guess. I mean, yes, Come for on. normal people, but not for <laughs> Julia. No. So she doesn't know the like, price. I feel like Julia just saw the double vanity. Yeah. And that's all she saw oh, on the page. Oh, this is the washer dryer? Oh, washer dryer go here? Really? Oh, right here? Both of them together? I feel like that was it. That was it. So they show up at this apartment. Nick the realtor comes out looking like an out-of-work Josh Groban. Literally. Looking I don't like even a, know who that is, but it sounds <laughs> accurate. Looking like a not-so-posh Groban. Yeah, he comes out like, this is your realtor? I thought Julia was going to Well, we've, we've, we've had some... Interesting realtors when we were looking oh, at New places York? in New York. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, don't get me started. Yeah. Yeah, not so posh Groven starts to show them this apartment, which was very nice. Three bedrooms, double vanities. No room, mirror. Room for Brandon to skateboard from the bedroom to the kitchen. Very nice place. Turns out 1800 a month. 1800 a month. Which is a steal, actually, for a place. Like, well, from where we're coming from, from New York. Yeah. Where 1800 is a studio apartment. If you're, luck, if you're lucky, it's a if studio apartment. My first studio was 1800. Yeah, you got lucky. It's usually yeah. a studio apartment in Queens. Yeah, I was Upper East Side. Shout mm-hmm. out to the UES. Um, 
But yeah, 1800, three, three bedroom, double vanity is very nice. A lot of money for them because Julia on the way there was freaking out about an $800 a month place because in Russia, it's $100. So 1800, but doesn't, Julia doesn't seem to care. She's Brandon looking like Steve need two jobs mm-hmm. right now to oh, afford more, that yeah, place. Actually, she's like, yeah. I love this place. This is, this is my dream place. Brandon, Brandon, I'm going to, uh, uh, we'll live here. We'll, we'll move here, Brandon. Okay. I suck. I suck. Not so posh Robin's dick. He give us discount. Give us a big <gasps> discount. Wait, he, he'll see the segment in like, a couple of minutes Brandon when I dance. She just let her work as a dancer at like a nightclub. Oh, she would bring the money. wherever they want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brandon was very quick to shut it down. It was well, very quick to shut it down. Honestly, let's say they even like have the funds to buy this place. Why would two people with no kids buy a three bedroom apartment? It doesn't make sense. Like literally, like, you and I live in a two bedroom, right? Perfect being a little size. Posh. We're being a little posh. Well, it's a perfect size. We have one I use as, let's, yeah, let's be as honest. my office. A year ago, we lived in a one bedroom, yeah. but with the pandemic yeah. and working from home, we moved into a two bedroom, so we had an office. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And it's a perfect size. If we had another room, I would probably like, it would be empty. Yeah. Like people don't You'd really have to come think, what us. do we do with this gym? What do we make it a gym? But or we like, have, yeah, like, but what do you use it for? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's. Uh, I told um with it Brandon, it's a waste of space, waste of money. Two people. Yeah. So Brandon shuts it down. They leave on the car ride home. Brandon actually sounding even more responsible and more mature because he's like, you know, when you sign a lease, you have to pay for the lease. Like, there's deposits. Mm-hmm. We'd have to furnish the place. And when you break the lease, you have to pay. Some people, you have to pay. When you break the lease, you have to pay two or three months. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's almost like more expensive to break the lease. Yeah. So Julia's like, okay, well, maybe it's time I start looking for a job. And thank you, Julia. For thank you for, for looking. Job. Thank you thank for you. looking. Thank you. Because New Day, Julia is undressed to the nines. I was like, what, what job is Julia interviewing for in a bra? Literally my thought. <laughs> I was like, the only strip club in Dinwiddie is in Ron's basement. So why are you getting in a car? Where where are you going in a bra? Crunch Fitness. Mm-hmm. Crunch Fitness dance instructor interview. Which yeah. wouldn't be bad. But no, 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 it's a no, it's a good mm-hmm. it's a good thought. I like mm-hmm. the thought. Brandon's concerned. I think her dance style may be a little too sexy for crunch. I have a few more things I have to say about (laughs) this, but let's 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 first talk about the segment. Okay, well, I don't want to jump ahead. If you have something else, they're in the car, they're driving. Yeah, I have something else that's gonna follow. Okay, so they get they get the crunch fitness. They check in with the front desk guy, who says like, "Okay, yeah, we're we're gonna go to the back. Um, You know, your interview is gonna take place in the back." And Julia. Yeah, she she gets it all. We go to a champagne room right now. To the sh- very okay, we, we go to champagne room. So they head to the back, and and this is where it all goes down. Didn't before we go there because that was my favorite part of this <laughs> whole yes, episode. Yes, yes, yes. Didn't you think that the front desk guy looked like Brandon? Oh, literally the same. I was style, not style, same vibe. I was, and not I was like Julia. Look at you. It is a. a there is a sporty Brandon. Let me let me be very honest. I was not looking at any men 
during this segment. Good. Just keep it that way. <laughs> I was looking go. at no, I was looking at a another female, but okay, neither here neither here nor there. <laughs> I mean I'll strip dance for you okay. later if you want. That, put on that turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. She she goes to the back. David walks in. David looking like it's his first time at a crunch fitness too. I think he's the manager though. I don't know. Isn't he? I don't know what is, well, he he's definitely viewing Julia's no, performance. So David explains the routine to her. Julia, this is a strength training class. So <laughs> some weights, then some dancing, but mainly weights, mainly weights. So <laughs> Julia puts on her clear heels and then just... A.K.A. the stripper heels. <laughs> bring your own stripper heels. She was prepared with that. Goes and grinds against the floor. For oh, like my God. two or three minutes. I hope the music was playing. Otherwise, it was even more awkward. She was hitting those moves. She finishes her routine. Oh, you know what was my favorite part? <sighs> there was like camera going from Julia... To to David's David. face. <laughs> I literally died laughing looking at David's face. <laughs> she finishes. David's like, okay. Um, <laughs> so so one, one thing, you may want to minimize going down on the floor. Not not all ladies are this, this flexible. <laughs> this, is, this is Zumba, Julia, not Roomba. Get off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought David's eyes were going to fall out of his head. I literally was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> Most cardio David's ever done. His heart was working very hard. His heart was racing for sure. Oh, yeah. And and then David's like, okay, well, I guess I guess we'll just continue this interview. Why don't you show me how you would lead a class? Oh, David, thank you for playing. Thank you for playing because <sighs> this this was the highlight mm, of the Oh, episode. my gosh. Literal Died laughing. laughter. Literal laughter. Mm -hmm. Look, Julia showed him a little like, put your hand up, put your hand down. <sighs> David was playing along. Oh, thank you, David. Thank you, David. And then he said, yeah. you know, Julia, if you want to teach this class, you first have to get some certifications. You need to take a class online then take the test. If you are a fast take a learner. Take a test? Like STD test? We took STD test at my last dance job too. We took STD test. Yes, I passed. Flying colors. Flying oh colors gosh, I passed. Stop it. I can't. I can't even. I can't even. Yeah. But yeah. He's like, if you are a fast learner, you might, you know, you might be able to take the test after a month. And this is where Please show my us thoughts are coming Please show from. Us the test. Julia. What's wrong with people in America? I'm not trying to to doctor. I'm not trying to go doctor. Yeah. That, that I'm would... trying to go down on people. What is this? <laughs> what is this? It's like, Julia, if you were trying to be a doctor, I would hope that you take all the 10 plus years of education and yeah. practicing. Yeah. Not, not an online test. She's like, she's like, I'm not trying to go doctor. I'm trying to go teacher. I have experience. What's wrong with people? It's like, Julia, you do need to take some <laughs> lessons. And I also, and again, I'm a foreigner. I'm still working on my English, but it's, it takes time. 
as a fitness instructor, I want her to talk to me. I would want her to explain what she's doing. Oh, I don't. I'd be like, shut, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Just keep moving. Well, guys don't take these <laughs> classes, so stop it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> those are, those Unlike are, David, I want you to spend more time on the floor, listen, those Julia. are going to be middle-aged ladies who yeah. cannot move their bodies like Julia. I cannot move my body like Julia, yeah. right? They want to know what to do. I want to know what to do. Yeah. And if she they can't... Don't want, they don't want to do that. Let's be very honest. Oh, they don't yeah, want but to I'm do saying, that. If she can't... And even if it's like aerobic class, right? Yeah. If she can't talk to them while she's performing or showing uh-huh. that's bad no no so she right. needs right. to polish her english as well as whatever tests she needs to take mm-hmm. as well as the poll polish your english polish the yeah, poll polish, polish it all polish it all <laughs> <laughs> okay well that polishes it off that's the episode that's, That's no, no Kalani Oof. and Asuelo because I don't think we could handle it after but that. But it was a great episode, Ooh, I have to say. It was, we laughed. We laughed a lot. Oh, yeah. I hope you guys did too. So, okay. Programming note. Programming note. No episode this Sunday. No new episode this Sunday because no of July 4th. no live this Sunday, guys. No 90-day live for us. No episode because of them. But, but... Our journey will be released on Thursday. As Our journey usual. will continue. Our journey will continue. But Nicole we will take him. a break from this madness next weekend. Let's enjoy the holiday weekend. Yeah, let's happy all, July 4th. Yeah, let's all party and wear something red, blue, and white. Mm-hmm. Red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say whatever order you want. Check. It's the check flag, right. too. There you go. So we'll miss you next Sunday, but um, we'll be there on we'll Thursday be there. for you. Thursday, so you still get your uh, 90-day fix from yeah. us. And while you have the time off, if you're looking for something to do with your time off, make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Smash that follow plus button. Smash that plus sign icon in the top Smash right. Smash it like it's super duper hot. And let me, let me be clear so you don't unfollow us. If you guys subscribe to us whenever you start listening, if you ever subscribed to us, you're following us. So that's fine. So I'm just speaking to our new listeners, mm. our, our new friends. If you have not subscribed or followed yet, please do. Please do it. Please do. We love it. We want to hear from you. Yeah. So while you're following us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever, also follow us on Instagram please at 90 yeah. Day Crazy and Love. Message us. Let us know where you at. What's up? How's your day going? What kind of pets do you have? Whatever what kind you of pets you want to receive We're in a box? We're here for you. We're here for you. We sure are. And thank you again for the reviews. Thank you, Squishy Otter. I love that review. Love I name. love that you love fit two pets into one box. Mm-hmm. This is economic. Amazing. Love it. Very innovative. So thank you. Thank you. If you haven't left the review, you know, now's the time. Now's the time. And that's it. That brings us to the end. I think we've said it all. We've said it all. We always do. Nothing else to say? Nothing else no? to say. All right. Well, until happy, oh. until next time, happy which is going to be the journey. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Happy we'll Independence Day. We'll talk to you on Thursday. But yes. Until then, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.